0: We're back with a fresh and new episode of the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. When you're here with us, it's important that you know that you can always expect content that lifts up the name of Jesus and the cross. These will be told through messages and conversations that are powerful, dynamic, and encouraging. A new resource that we want you to know about is our 24 seven helpline. No matter where you find yourself, If you just need someone to talk to, to pray with you, and to believe God for you in whatever that difficult season of life looks like, we want you to know that we're here for you. And if you know someone who maybe needs help because of addiction, you can give them the same number and we can help them begin their new life. That number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that's 888-520-0620. 0620. This week, we have an exclusive conversation between Pastor Gary Wilkerson and our very own Executive Director, Ron Brown. They sat down and talked about how to conquer the fear of sharing your faith. And they even fielded some questions from some of our Teen Challenge Ministry Institute students. So listen in and be blessed today by this amazing and dynamic conversation.
1: Welcome, everyone. We're so glad that you could join us today. My name is Ron Brown, and I have a very dear friend who's joined us today, Pastor Gary Wilkerson from World Challenge, uh, and he and I will field some questions that people have sent in. Uh, these are difficult times, Pastor Gary, yeah. and people are searching for answers. They're looking for hope, um, and we know that the Word of God contains those answers, yeah. and uh, so we're grateful to be able to field these questions today, so our first question is coming up right now.
0: Hey, Ron and Gary, sometimes I get nervous when I share about my faith because I feel like I wouldn't have the right answers.
1: That's a great question, Gary.
2: You want to take that one first? Yeah. uh, Immediately, I think, right away you said, uh, when I share my faith. So I'm already thrilled that that you're like one out of 100 people that that are sharing their faith. So So you've already got a great victory there. Mm. Uh, You also said, I feel like when I... So, that, so there's some emotion behind that, the, the, the feel, feeling of a failure, feeling I'm not enough, feeling mm. I don't have the wisdom. Yes. And, that, and just understand that's a feeling, it's not a fact. The reality is God's empowered you, he's given you uh, testimony, he's given you scriptures. Even if you only know John 3:16, you know enough to lead somebody to Christ. So I think it's exciting that you're already sharing your faith. And also when you come up against something that is uh, uncertain to you and you don't, don't have the right answer, that's okay as well because of what the Lord Holy Spirit uses that to drive you back to the Word of God uh, to teach you new things God, I want to find out why that person asked me about the Trinity because mm-hmm. yes. I don't really know anything about the Trinity and then
1: you go and God and starts searching it your out. faith yeah well you know and also telling your own story I I think many times people forget how powerful their story is yeah. uh, when they've had an encounter with God and they've have a relationship with him from that place they can begin to build rapport mm-hmm. with the person and and really not try to analyze all of their answers immediately but just to share from a very authentic place of how they met with God and like you said the Holy Spirit is there and he will fill their minds with the word and I think having a regular Bible reading plan is a Mm -hmm. good thing because you hide the word of God in your heart so at any moment the Holy Spirit can draw that out in conversation Mm -hmm. but I totally agree with you uh, that that this young lady was already sharing her faith Mm -hmm. and that is powerful because most people don't that's right Hello, what makes a soul valuable to God? What makes a soul valuable to God? Wow, what a question. Mm -hmm. Pastor Gary, I I haven't heard that one for a while, but this is a wonderful one for you to dig right into, brother. Yeah,
2: thanks for always turning them over to me. You're (laughs) very welcome. And uh, I've never heard that question before.
1: (laughs) Nor have I. Which
2: I'm glad she asked that. I think it's really precious that, because the, the young lady who asked that question, I want her to know her soul is, extremely valuable to God God really cares yeah. about you every single one of you God cares for and uh, two things come to mind why a soul would be valuable to God number one is that he's created we create he created us in his image Amen. so, so he, yeah he, he sees his likeness and he's perfect and he's glorious and he's wonderful so how could you not appreciate seeing that image and something that he mm. uh, so we're children and you know what what father doesn't love the children especially a good good father like God yes that, uh, has that the second thing is is, is a little tougher to say is that in some degree, a soul in itself is not valuable in the fact like, um, you know, some Bible teachers say Christ died for me because I'm so valuable to him. Mm. We're actually, we're rebellious sinners who have mocked and ridiculed him and resisted the Holy Spirit in every Mm. portion. And so it's not, I don't think it's our worth that draws Christ to us i would say it's his value that that he places his value on us the, the finished work on the of the cross mm. is 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 the work of jesus that in, that imprint of the cross in us then yes. brings us to a new form of value not that a human who's not a christian is, is still valuable to god but there's mm-hmm. there is a, a new value placed upon us rather than the i'm not sure I'm making sense here the difference of being like i'm so valuable jesus had to die for me I would say the opposite because Jesus died for me I'm so valuable
1: well absolutely I totally agree with that because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life and so the value that God places on our entire being is that he sent his only son to die Uh, and and he paid the ultimate price uh, his life on the cross as you just mentioned and that shows God's value uh, in his love for the world. And so out of his love, out of his compassion, out of his mercy, out of his goodness, he loves lost, broken humanity so much that he gave the most valuable gift that he could. He gave his son to die for us. And so that really puts a premium in God's mind on on, on us. And that's that's amazing, isn't it? Totally amazing. Praise God.
0: (laughs) Hi Ronnie, Gary. I'm fearful that if I share my faith, it won't even make a difference.
1: That's a great question. I'm fearful. What, how would you uh, start that one out, Pastor Gary? This person said they are fearful
0: yeah. about
1: the expectation or the outcome. Yeah, I love his honesty. That's precious.
2: Mm. But it's hard to mix those two words into one sentence. I'm fearful about my faith. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute. It's like mm. if you have faith, you don't have, necessarily have fear. Or if you have a little bit of fear your faith will overcome it and so yeah. uh, i would encourage them to, to 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 emphasis emphasize the faith part of it i have faith i share my faith mm. uh, uh, even if i have a little bit of fear i, I continue to share my faith i, I don't I don't do that uh, and again i would like to ask him the question what what, what scares you what, what what's making you afraid is it uh, is it, is it a concern of what people are going to think about you mm. is it concern that the holy spirit won't be with you and support uh, the work you're doing, is it a horizontal f- uh, fear of what people think, or is it a vertical thing? Is, is the power of God really true? Does it really come down? Does it really change people's lives? Mm. And I think if you get the one, you get that vertical, I, I believe God. I believe His power. I believe in the authority of the Holy Spirit. Yes. I believe the yes. Word of God has yes. power. Yes. Then everything else horizontal is going to take care of itself. Mm. And just fight through the fear. Just, you know, I'm, I'm afraid... Uh, you know, almost every time I engage, whether I'm on an airplane or in a restaurant, a, waitress, a waiter or yes. waitress, you know, it's a little bit. My heart begins to pound a little bit, mm-hmm. and then, then you just, you just do it, and all of a sudden, the, the, faith, the fear goes away, and the faith arises. Well,
1: absolutely, it's an emotion uh, that is mm-hmm. common to man. Uh, I think about all the fear knots in the scripture. You know, from uh, the beginning all the way through, God is continually telling us not to fear because He knows how He made us, uh, and that is an emotion that we're very much. Uh, in contact with and so it's something that's very common so i would say to a young man fear is very very common don't let that motivate your actions our actions must be motivated by faith is what you were sharing and and he has faith because he knows the lord he has some experience with god and so that's what motivates our actions is faith faith without works is dead and so when we live our lives out of faith that's what motivates how we respond uh, to fear, how we respond to anything in our environment. And so when we live out of faith and we respond out of faith, it really keeps fear at, at bay because God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Now, he wasn't talking about a spirit of fear, uh, but but he was just talking about that. I think, I think I, like I said, I wish he was here, we could ask the question, but I think it's just that normal kind of emotion that is common to man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just have to press through that and stay on course, stay on track, and follow the leadership yeah. of the Holy Spirit.
2: And yeah. in, our, in our weakness, He's strong, you know, and so mm-hmm. you're coming with with fear. That's a weakness, so good. Yeah. You know, just just keep going. You know, let, 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 let Him work through that fear. Praise uh, God. Oftentimes the greatest breakthroughs come, you know, when people are having some fear. Absolutely. And, and
1: they're at that weak point. Yeah. Praise God.
0: How can I use my story to lead someone to Christ?
1: That's a very good question. You know, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. How would uh, you answer this young lady's question? How can she use her personal story of me, how she met Christ, what Christ has done in her life uh, to, to be able to share her faith with others?
2: Uh, we are created in God's image, so we have the the, the, the mind and the emotion as well. Mm-hmm. And I think when you go to the scripture, you're, you're oftentimes speaking to the mind of a person. Uh, you, you have sinned and Falling short of the glory of God, uh, mm-hmm. but Christ reconciled us on the cross. These are things that you're, you know you're kind of poking into a person's mind. I didn't know that. Oh, that, and then that moves into the emotion. But your story, I think, is more uh, the right brain, the the emotional part of us. You, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, wow, that really happened to you, or you know that, and they and they see your emotion as you're telling the story, especially when you see somebody who's. A uh, you know, story provokes in them that that, that re- same kind of emotion. sentiment. He, yes. Yeah, he set me free from yes. addictions. He he restored my family. Mm-hmm. That you know that brings hope too. It's like, oh, okay. So it's not just doctrinal issues, which are extremely important. Nobody gets saved without doctrine. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what Jesus did for you and uh, the, yes. the effect of the cross and the need for repentance. Those mm-hmm. are doctrinal issues. But the story begins to move the person's heart to say, okay, uh, tell me the doctrine again, so that I could have your
1: story. I can have a story like yours. Yeah, absolutely. Because most people, I don't know anyone who really comes to the Lord really based on just engaging with the mind. Uh, I believe that that's a door of access uh, that opens a person up in order for their emotions to be stirred and to be touched. Uh, Because to make a commitment to Christ uh, is more than a a mental ascent. Uh, It really is a place where you are giving your all you're opening your heart up to the probing of the holy spirit and this is the holy spirit's work not our work so we engage with the mind we share words that form concepts that people can relate to but then it's up to the holy spirit to open up their heart Uh, so that they can begin to go deeper than the words that they're hearing, and they can have an encounter with Mm -hmm. God. And that's really what people need. They need to have that moment, that event, that encounter with God that's very personal for them. And telling your personal event, an an encounter with God, can open up uh, an an avenue for the Holy Spirit to begin to probe into their heart and draw them into that place that they're able to have their own experience with God.
2: Yeah, and nobody, you're right, and nobody has just one story either and so I think it's important not to sort of have a pre-recorded mental tape of your own story Mm -hmm. saying okay anytime I get an opportunity to share Christ I'm going to tell this story I think there's you know you have a dozen or more stories and when you hear where that person's at maybe they're having a marriage problem and part of your story could be well you know you know I got saved from drugs but it also restored my family. Well, maybe the story you want to kind of emphasize in that relating to that person. This is exactly what Jesus did when he was telling stories. He, yes. would, he would, you know, he'd be in a, in a rural village and he would tell stories about farming. He'd be in the city and tell stories about the temple and stones, yes. uh, you know, buildings. Uh, People uh, could immediately relate to that, yeah, it was things and, that and, and connect with him. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so I'd I say the story is important, but also what story you tell being led by the Holy Spirit. I, I, I recommend telling a story that, is not just your favorite story, but it's you know the one that they need to hear
1: because it relates to them and their need. That's a great, great point, uh, Pastor Gary, because it requires you to listen. Yeah. So you need to actually be engaged with the person that you're speaking to. And if you're doing all the talking and you're not doing any listening, right. you're gonna miss those clues uh, or those hints about which story should be told. Yeah. And so absolutely, listening to the Holy Spirit, but also listening to the person that you're speaking that's to. That's
2: really good, yeah. yeah. Because that's, I think we miss that a lot, don't we? We do. We miss the listening part, because we we're so interested in getting our- Getting uh, our point across. Out, you know, or like <laughs> the question we were talking earlier, or getting them saved. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, be, be quiet, I'm, I'm not finished getting you saved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but listening, uh, and maybe even in your listening, you know they're not quite ready to uh, make a decision for Christ, maybe they just, you just need to touch on one area with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's that all comes out of listening, you know, because there's nothing more awkward than, you know, you're, you're sharing your faith and the person's just barely interested and you're going on and on and on, you know, and rather than knowing it's just like, okay, you know, I'll just plant a seed here mm-hmm. uh, instead of doing that, you know, you, you, would you like to pray the sinner's prayer with me? And the person's like, absolutely not. You know, and so, and then you walk away, uh, like some of these questions had. I'm disappointed or I didn't say it right. Mm. Uh, so the, the, again, the enemy can use that to discourage us.
1: Oh, absolutely, again, the focus is in the wrong place. Right. Uh, but um, again, people are sharing their faith yeah. and we want to encourage everyone to please keep sharing your faith. People need hope, they need answers, and God wants to use every single one of us to reach the lost. That's good, yeah.
0: Why should I share my faith? I feel like it's the job of the pastor, not me.
1: You know, Gary, there's a lot of people who really believe that it's up to the professional ministers, the evangelists or the pastor, uh, to, to share their faith. But for the, the, the people who are members of the body, many times they don't feel it's their job or their responsibility. How would you respond to someone who's in, in that place of believing it's only the professional minister's uh, job to share uh, the gospel? Right. Yeah, the professional minister.
2: Or the uh, the gifted, you know. The yep. Corinthians talks about the various gifts: g- mm-hmm. teaching, um, pastoral, um, prophecy. You know, the yeah, the fivefold ministry. or evangelist, and mm-hmm. so they say, yeah. okay, I'm not the evangelist. Well, I'm not a gifted evangelist. It's not it's not my primary gift, uh, and yet I've had an experience with the Holy Spirit that was so profound it, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. See, I'm an introvert. Uh, I'm more of a bookworm than I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. So I would be the least likely candidate to be an evangelist. But I had an experience about five years ago. I was in a hotel in, in the Middle East and I was at a pastor's conference. And I would drive to the pastor's conference. Somebody would pick me up in the car and we'd go to the conference. There'd be like a hundred or so uh, Arab pastors. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go back to the hotel. And I realized every day I was passing you know, tens of thousands of people in this major city in mm-hmm. the Middle East that had never had. Uh, anybody tell them about the love of Jesus Christ? No witness Christ. of the gospel. And yeah. and I went back to my hotel room that mm. night, and I just this was just really like, this can't this can't be. I mean, I, I know I'm not an evangelist, and I know that's not my calling. I'm a, I'm a Bible teacher, mm. but but there's too many lost people for not for me not to mm. be participating in what God's doing in the world. Right. And so I said, Lord, what what do I need to do to, to to get bold in my faith to come alive? And and I felt like the Holy Spirit just said, You need a baptism of love. If you don't love people. You're, you're, you're not going to do it because wow. you know, this book tells you to, or your pastor tells you to, or you've been to an evangelism seminar. If you don't love people, you're not going to share with them. Uh, if you love people, you don't mm. need to be labeled as an evangelist. It's going to come flowing out of your yes. heart. Uh, yes. You know, what's, what's wow. The mouth speaks what's in the heart. And if love for people's in the heart, love for God wanting to, to attach them to God and be healed wow. and be made whole, then that love will produce fruit. And so uh, here I am, full-time mm. ministry, and I might witness to maybe one person a year, maybe one every mm-hmm. two years, mm-hmm. uh, probably been 10 years since I had led anybody to Christ. Glory. And I thought, okay, this has got to change. And so I said, Lord, what do I do? Give me a baptism of love. And I was in my hotel room and I was like, okay, God, give me a baptism of love. You said, that's what I need. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting, being on a charismatic Pentecostal, I was expecting like to, to shake or to speak yeah. in tongues or to fall over. <laughs> <Right>. like, Benny <laughs> Hinn was gonna come in and blow over me and I was gonna fall over, <laughs> something like that. And nothing, nothing happened at all. And I was right. just like, okay. And the next morning I walk up, I go into the the elevator and there's this guy, you know, in the full Arab robe and stuff like that. You know, I'm expecting to have a sword he's going to pull out and, you know, (laughs) cut my throat if I say anything about Jesus. And I just said, hey, I just want you to know, you know, Jesus loves, loves you so much. And he goes, thank you. And then they elevated a bing, and I went like, I did it! I shared my faith with a, <laughs> you know, with an Islamic you know person. And that was so cool. And then we went to this. We had some time off. Went to this park, and there was like five or six guys in a circle. I just walked up to them and said, Where are you guys from? And they told me, and I said, Oh, I'm from the United States. So I hope you don't hate me because of that. And they go, No, no, this is great. And I said, Well, mm. I know this is weird. This is way out of left field, but wow. you know, just showing you know how much God loves you. And I, I, I was shocked I was like, i'm not an evangelist but i'm just everywhere i go and from that time on it's just been mm. just day in and day out le- leading people to christ leading, eating, leading uh, a lot of we go out to eat a lot my mm-hmm. wife and i and uh, mm-hmm. you know waiters waitresses it got to the point where uh, our favorite uh, restaurant we would walk in and they would announce to the staff gary kelly here so you have prayer requests come you know, they're, they're sitting at table eleven, and literally there'd be a line of people. Wow! And, and one and one meal we had, the 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 guy who we had shared faith with says he's an atheist and didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I noticed there was two or three people that had asked for prayer, and uh, and I looked over and he was in line. And I got to Kelly. I got to pray for him as well. So, so this is so this is coming from somebody Mm. who has every one of those obstacles that we just heard today: fear, doubt, uncertainty. Mm. Not my gift. I I have all that. (laughs) So, if there's a poster child for not sharing your faith, it would be me. Wow. Um, I would, you know, just my Mm. personality would be Mm. stay in my basement, in my study, with my thousand uh, antique books and read the scholars from the 1500s you know martin luther and and john calvin read those stuff you know and that's where my but you know the holy spirit gave me a baptism of love Mm.
0: and it wasn't a love for books and it wasn't Mm. a
2: love for old theology
0: Mm.
2: it was a love for jesus and a love for people and i think if anybody has some of these questions we've been asking over this last few minutes uh, just ask, you know, the, the key to all of them would be, Lord, give me baptism. Because love. Love. love overcomes fear, and love overcomes doubt, and love yes. overcomes my uncertainty about whether I mm. answer questions right or not, and love overcomes whether or not you respond to me uh, effectively mm. or not. Like, you know, if, if my children. Uh, obey me immediately when I ask them to do something, mm-hmm. I love them. But when they yes. don't, I love them. And so a- if absolutely. you love people, you're <laughs> not looking just for a response and you're not just looking for results and you're not looking just for uh, accumulating a testimony mm. uh, like, oh, I-, I shared with Christ mm. and they made this, you know, another Nikki Cruz got saved. You, know, right, it's like, right. you, don't, have, you don't need any of that. You're just loving people and, and, it, and it's so contagious everywhere you go. And then think of it this way. Somebody's born into the kingdom by being so deeply loved. Mm. What are they going to be like? I think you're going to be spreading this contagious love of Jesus Christ. If you love somebody, be a waitress or somebody you're sitting next to on a bus. If you said the wrong thing. They're, they're not going to walk away saying, they said the wrong thing. They're going to walk away. I felt love. I felt
1: love. Um, yes.
2: And what do they need? Do they need more information? They're, I don't think in America mm. with all the access to uh, internet, you can Google how to get saved. Yes. And, and get <laughs> some really good stories, but yes. you can't Google love amen uh, and so so if you love somebody you're not going to fail uh, lo- you know love never
1: fails amen well and it translates into every culture you, you you mentioned america we're able to google even in places maybe they don't have as much access uh to information um when you were in that uh, middle east area and you just shared the love of god it was real it was seen on you so no matter where you are love translates into right. every language the into way. every culture whether they have access to information or not it reminds me of the story of the good samaritan yeah. you know love is an action it's an activity Uh, that is demonstrated in a lifestyle and so i think that's what we need more than anything we share because we care Mm -hmm. and we need this baptism of love so that we can have this caring uh, attitude and and way of life that transforms the world around us so as we get ready to close will you pray Mm -hmm. and pray for a baptism of love for for all of the people of god so that we can see revival Mm -hmm. in the world yeah let me just encourage you to put your hand on your heart and let
2: the Holy Spirit touch you right there in your heart. Father, Mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus, we ask, Lord, for a fresh baptism of love. Yes, Lord. Lord, we we could spend the rest of this prayer time confessing our faults, our Mm -hmm. selfishness, our inadequacies, our Mm -hmm. fearfulness. But Lord, instead, we would just let that all be overpowered by a baptism of love. Give yes. us a fresh love. And Lord, we know how the gravity pulls away from love, the gravity of the world pulls away from sharing with others, the, the gravity of fear Jeez. pulls us away, yes. the gravity of dis- disruptions of a million other things we're, we're mm. needing to pay attention to. Mm. But Lord, love is victorious over all those things. Love, yes. love wins out. Yes. So give us love, Lord. Yes. Lord. Even from that subsequent time of getting this baptism of love back in the Middle East, and I'm on Jordan, uh, I've had to several times where I've had to come back to you and say, God, once again, because it's, mm. it's so easy to lose it, it's so easy to forget it, it's so easy yes. to get distracted by other things and, and let a million people walk by us without even thinking about mm. them. Mm. They're just somebody to bring me my food, they're just somebody to, mm. to, that's, that's interrupting me because they're sitting next to me on the bus. Help Lord, us help so. us to see them as help us as, as that one question mm. was about the soul, yes. uh, how, be, how valuable that soul is. So mm. Lord, fill us with this, this fresh love. Yes, and then. Uh, Lord, surprise us that it would not be our works. We're going to try to work at being an evangelist. It would be uh, just naturally supernatural. Yes, It would, be yes, just, it would just become yeah. our lifestyle. It has Probably nothing to do maybe. with uh, 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 an office of an evangelist mm. uh, or the calling of an evangelist or the gift of an evangelist. Mm. Lord, every, every one of us, you said, go and make disciples. And the first part yes. of that is is the sharing of our faith. So, thank yes. you for this love, thank Lord. You. Let that love. I ask also that, secondly, this, uh, in, uh, in alignment with this baptism of love, you would give us a spe- specific and significant gift. Mm. Might be a word of knowledge, which yes. simply means you could say that you, you could almost read mm. that somebody is 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 hurting or. Mm. There's a marriage difficulty, and, 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 and in yeah. boldness, you say, "Hey, mm. uh, I, I know this sounds strange, but I just want to pray for your marriage." Or mm. uh, the, the, the physical yes. body might be sick, or the, this the, the discouragement, to or the heart. Uh, yes. Lord, or we'll give us others the gift of healing. That, yes. that uh, Lord, so much evangelism in the Book of Acts mm. and the New Testament was was uh, accompanied by signs and wonders, and that seems to be missing in the church today, particularly here in America. So restore that, God, that that, that baptism of love would actually uh, be, uh, uh, the assignment given to us would be evangelism and signs and wonders, or Mm -hmm. uh, Lord, uh, truth, uh, the the ability to to discern and teach the word well. Mm -hmm. All these things would accompany, uh, Lord, this would be power evangelism jesus. it would not be yes. intellectual Hallelujah. evangelism alone it would have the power mm. of the holy spirit yes Lord. attached to it and that's yes. that's where it, that's part of that baptism word mm. when they in the book of acts were filled with the holy spirit they received power yes and became witnesses and so we have that kind of power if we have that mm. power it will overcome all these other obstacles And we thank you for that in jesus name amen
1: amen amen faith works
0: by love
1: amen amen
0: Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.